This, 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 this is mythical. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This is Charles Neal from Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with my son from Good Mythical Morning. Hey, Link, how you doing? I'm doing good, Dad, and a good mythical morning to you or afternoon or, well, I guess it's there's a three-hour difference, so it's afternoon to me, so it's night to you. Yeah, bitten. Yes, yes, it's, it's night here, but <clears throat> that's all right. We, we got it worked out and... <laughs> With that backdrop you got, you got your nice sunset behind you. It sunset. looks like I, it. It makes me assume that you're always living in the golden hour over there. It was. Sometimes we got one, and we we sitting on the beach, and now we watching the sunset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you working too hard? I pretty hard at it. I got a I got a big job going on, so. Oh, yeah. In the house, it's about 4,000 square feet. So, okay. Yeah, I saved this one. These people were nice enough to let me wait and start in January. So, I've been working on it in January, and and I might get through with it by the end of February. Oh, <laughs> I might. Really? <laughs> they don't care. So they must. They you you you're riding on a good reputation if they're if you're if they're letting you string it out for that much time. Well, you're talking about painting the whole house again, the ceilings, the walls, the trim work, everything, and you're talking about a house with one, two, three, five bedrooms in it. Oh. That ain't even counting the living room, kitchen, 
the crow's nest that you go up and can see the ocean from the house and oh. all that. So it's it's a nice house. What do you think about a crow's nest in a house like that? Because it's how I mean, is it what what is it really big enough to do anything up there, or is it? Is it oh, just yeah, something hey, when you buy the house, yeah. you're like, whoa, a crow's nest. I'm going to come up here all the time and drink well, my no, morning it, coffee. Hey. And you never so, go up there. And, and you would want to because they got a winding staircase that you have to walk up to the top of it. Yeah. It's and a, it's ain't nobody going to walk up there. But this, this yes, they are because this crow's nest is about, mm, it's 12 foot wide and 24 foot long. Oh. It's a room. Okay. With a vaulted ceiling in it with beams on the ceilings and all kind of stuff. So this ain't just no little bitty crow's nest. This is a a big crow's nest. So you think they make use of it? Oh, yeah. And uh, Nancy said if she lived there, that she'd have a bed up there, and that's where she'd sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- that's a way to guarantee that you're making use of it because I'm still suspicious. But that's what, I, that's what I've been doing, working on this house and... You know, but she tells me not to work too much. If I need to stop and rest, just go on home. Everything will be fine. They, they, they good to me. All right, that's good to hear. I so that I like that type of arrangement because I don't, I don't like it when you got to work too hard. Because if you can, if you can continue to work at that type of pace, that's ideal, right? I mean, and under those circumstances, you enjoy it, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, do you, yeah. you 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 still bring your jam box in there and listen to your? Oh yeah, I, ain't nobody but me and my radio. So yeah, yeah. ninety ninety four point nine on the surf. So listening to that good beach music all the time. So not that rap music. So vibing out, you're vibing out to not that <laughs> rap music. It I I guess you it you have a lot of op- opportunity for shower thoughts. You know what I'm talking about? Shower thoughts. No, you might have to explain that. I mean, you know, I guess when you think you're taking a shower and you think about stuff that you want to be doing or you need to be doing, yeah, yeah, I I get a lot of them thoughts. Or so, yeah. or more philosophical type stuff, like well, I don't have a good example, but because I actually don't have shower thoughts, I'm I'm very much thinking about the task of taking a shower. But a lot of people, when they're in the shower, they get philosophical and their mind kind of wanders, and you know. When you're when you're when you're using your paintbrush, it's like your mind can just go tall well, types of places. You think about it. You, I, I, I can think about a lot of different things that you know I might want to change or oh. uh, stuff going on in the what what's going on in the world, and I wish you could change some of that. But you know, and then then sometimes I'm just listening to the music and painting and just. Just easing on, dancing on around, I like, up and down I, the ladder. I like that image. I like that yeah. image, Dad. So, it's easing up. But, uh, you know, we, we you know, the last time we was together, we got to talk about Aruba and New Zealand and mm-hmm. done a lot of catching up. Is anything uh, uh, much? I'm back. Just, I'm, I'm just back at it. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, you know, getting ready for Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah. you know, we gotta we gotta start laying our plans if we want to have plans to get laid. I sh- I shouldn't have said that out loud. It just rolled right <laughs> off the tongue though. 
Well, the best laid plans are the plans to get laid. laid. That should be on a Myrtle Beach T-shirt, right? I'm telling you, we need to we need to put that on a shirt. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Are you ready? I'm not. I'm. I'm honestly not. Not. I mean, I got a reservation, but I got to go further than that. I um. No, I ain't yeah, really. we got we got I some mean, work to do. We might you might yeah. need to be directing our shower thoughts in in that <laughs> in the romantic direction, you know. Oh yeah, you know, and not just to get something out of it, Dad. That's right. So no, no, no. I don't want. No. I don't want you to. I don't know what you're thinking about me, but I'm not just trying to get something out of this. Sure, <laughs> me. This is, this is this is this is about um, just an expression of love and romance with no strings attached and no expectations of any reciprocation. Hmm? Mm. Uh, and what happens, I, I happens. Don't quite, I, don't, I don't quite go, I don't quite go into Valentine's, but that wanting some reciprocations. <laughs> I know, but you're not supposed to say it. I said it, oh. and now you've said it. <laughs> well, hey. We both, we're both over here I saying it. I I don't know about your wife, but my, my wife knows I want some reciprocation, especially at Valentine's. So. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, there's no doubt that she knows. <laughs> uh, but there's, a, there's, yeah. I mean, there's, there's still a little bit of, uh, I don't yeah, know, but I may, gamesmanship I, to I, it. I, I make it kind of, you try to make it interested and, you know, like, you know, and, and doing stuff for her, and she does stuff for me. Because most of the time we we get each other a card, we don't just buy each other one card. We buy a couple or three and slip them around and leave them at different places. And, oh. and during leave one in the morning on Valentine's Day somewhere, and one for around lunchtime for them to find, and then one for that night where we're either Ooh. going out to eat or uh, going notes. to do something. And yeah. Sprinkling yeah. the notes, I like that. Yeah. Can so, I use that? Yeah. Yeah. Because my trick has always been go to buy the card and pick pick your favorite card and pick your second favorite card and then take what's written <clears throat> in your second favorite card and write it yourself in the first card as if you were the one who wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have told that. <laughs> that, that that's worse uh, than the first thing that you. Yeah, I'm gonna do your 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 way is better. Yeah, just buy I, all the yeah. cards. I can. Uh, I I I articulate pretty well when I sit down and writing a hmm. little love note to my wife in the card and and do that. So, you uh, know. It's just something off the top of my head. Okay. Well, me too. I, you, <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. We got an email from Max Paul. Two first he, names. He said, Ain't nothing wrong with that. He says, my name is Max from Kansas City, Missouri, and I have a peculiar predicament that I hope you fellas could help me with. Okay. I I have the misfortune of my birthday being on February the 3rd, the day after Groundhog Day. So my special day always seems to get overshadowed 
This upcoming February will be my 25th year, so he's 25 years old. Okay. I play second fiddle to Punxsutawney Phil, and frankly, I'm over it. (laughs) Can you shed some light and cast your shadow on this quarter-century dilemma of mine or or perhaps provide some words of encouragement? Okay. Max... Uh, okay, well, I I get the pun. He's his birthday is overshadowed. <laughs> yeah, you get that's it. right. You get it. <laughs> now, is this a widespread pop problem? I don't know that I, I, I've ever I, heard of this being a problem. I, 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 you know, I I don't understand having a birth. I don't kind of Max. I'm sorry, but just called your birthday the day after my birthday and Link's birthday. Mine sometimes falls right on Memorial Day, and people celebrating Memorial Day, hell, it don't hurt my feelings that they're celebrating something. And yours is the day after Pucks of Tony Phil. I mean, uh, I'm sorry that you've had a dilemma with it, but I got a nephew that his birthday is on December the 28th. Dad, we're right now we're talking. Christmas. And, and, you could have been born on December the 25th instead of December the 3rd or February the 3rd. And then you wouldn't have never got it. You'd be like Kurt. You wouldn't hardly ever get a birthday present. Com- and you compete with Jesus. Be- you know what happens when yeah. you compete with Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Jesus wins. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's you, already on a shirt. And it's got a like a gaudy graphic design to go along with it. Trust me, that already exists. Spoiler alert, so, Jesus wins. <laughs> so, you know, Max, I, I really think that you put a little two minutes thought in that your birthday's on February 3rd because of, and I know you see all this about a groundhog and him seeing his shadow, but hey, they ain't none of us got nothing to do with the weather. The good Lord looks after that, and your birthday the day after we figure out if we're going to have six more weeks of bad weather or if it's going to get warm in four more weeks or whatever. So, you know, <clears throat> you could have had a birthday on a lot worse day. And uh, so... Are you saying that um, Mr. Paul here is being a prima donna? Well, I don't know that, but I, I think he's... A Puxatone prima donna? Yeah, something, yeah, because he, <laughs> he don't need to worry about that his uh, birthday's on the day after. Are uh, you saying that he is Grand not Hall being day. his Max Paul? Are you saying he might be more of his m- minimum Paul? Well, he just needs, I think he just needs to just... Live up to his name. Yeah. You are yeah, Max Paul. I'm, you and Max probably don't make no damn difference if your birthday's the day after Pucks of Tony Fields. That's right. You know, hey. who, you, who does he think he is? Minimum Paul? <laughs> no, he's Max Paul. That's right. Max Paul. So hey, enjoy your birthday and just enjoy when it is. That's the best thing for you to do. When's the last time you actually paid attention to the groundhog anyway? I mean, I, what are we, in grade school? Even when I was farming, I didn't care if he seen his shadow or not because I didn't half believe exactly. that it had nothing to do with it anyway. You so. didn't have, what about the other half? 
<laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> and who who cares about the weather more than farmers? I'm telling. I mean, maybe fishermen. I don't know. Nobody care. They might care as much. Nobody cares. I mean, you when you were a farmer, you clung to the weather. You had an intimate. Well, I'll say personal. You had a. You had a. Personal. Yeah. You had a. You had a vibrant relationship with the with the local weatherman. Am I right? Well, I don't know about with the weatherman because they ain't but fifty percent right half the time anyway. Okay, so. but you would you would you would plan your strategy, your pharmacological strategies based on the weather forecast. Am I right? That's that would be correct. And how many times did you base any of your stratagem on the scene or the not scene of the shadow of the groundhog? Not never. Not never. So always. Yeah. You said not always. never. Is that a, that means always? Uh, yeah. Or that mean it could mean no. sometimes. <clears throat> no, I no not never means I didn't never pay no attention to what was whether he seen his shadow or not. Okay. Well, I thought that is yes ever. Yes never. <laughs> yes never not never not not never. You mean not not never. Not, not, yeah, not never is what, not, not, I don't, I don't see, why are you confused about not never? Uh, but because it's a double negative, Dad. Because, because not never means it don't never, it, it don't happen. Not never means it sometimes happens, and it could be happening all the time. It's everything but never. Right? Uh... Not never. What is Never. If and then not it's the opposite. Okay, see, so I, I might I might have learned something today, but it's still not never. I, I <laughs> <am> not never. <laughs> have you ever <laughs> listened to what the groundhog said and taken action on that? No. Okay. Never. So, w never. <laughs> Just never. Yeah, okay, there you go. <laughs> I listen. You gave it hard to Max Paul, so I'm just giving it back to you. If you can't, if you don't dish it out, if you can't take it, I I can take it. How often can you take it? Not never. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's right. That's right, Dad. But never. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. <laughs> there you have it, Max Paul. Well, <clears throat> I got a. Another email from Jenna Link. Okay. And it says, if you could time travel to witness any historical event together, which one would it be? Oh. Well, see, the first thing I thought about was I've always thought I would I would like to go, me and, me and you do, because we've done some things together. We have. We've been whitewater rafting and, yep. and all kind of things that was... Yes. Kind of we, we have spent time traveling together, and 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 doing that, <laughs> but, and uh, and but the first thing that hit my head was that me and you would get to go to the Super Bowl or something like that, but we wouldn't have to sit in the stands. We'd get to walk up and down the sideline with all the players and everything. Oh, really? And I got the yeah. What? what so, okay, which one? Because I'm saying that it could be anyone in the past. And I think that's what Jenna was saying too. <laughs> well, well, and if you I could pick any Super Bowl, past, and, and and it would be the first one where the uh, 
Packers played, and it was like zero degrees. I don't want to do that. It's too cold. What, the first Super Bowl? Yeah. Why, why Dad? Why? why? Uh, well, because it was the first one, and we're going in the past. And, hey, man, you, all, all, all those men that was playing, they toughed it out, and, I don't, and we're not going to really be in the cold. We're just going to be sitting back somewhere and kind of watching and okay. it's probably still going to be warm to us. Oh, we'll be in a we'll warm time-traveling <laughs> bubble. Yeah, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Our time machine is very warm and allows yeah, we're us to have a, to... We're going to have a heater in our time machine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> or, or we're going to have some air conditioning in it if we need to get cool um, and everything. But so you, uh, but but you just want to go to a Super Bowl and be on the on the on the sidelines. On the sidelines, everybody yeah. seems to care about the Super Bowl. I guess that would be cool. I don't know. With all, well, it'd be this Taylor I, Swift I stuff. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't get. You know, that hasn't done it for me. Thinking, <laughs> of, I got to thinking a little bit more about this, and I mean, from being in the service. And doing stuff, if I really picked one thing that I could watch and see happen, it would be D-Day. Oh. In World War II. And this, because so many people got, so many people died fighting for this country and to free the world that it would be something that you could really grasp and take in to see how those people felt and what they did to uh, free us from the world end. So I, that's quite I, that a that is quite a historic moment. That's a that's a good that's a good choice. Have you seen uh, Saving Private Ryan? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm told that that was uh, viscerally accurate. Pretty pretty. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, I won't in World War Two, but. You know, with Me neither. things that you read about it and how it was that that was that was pretty close. Yeah, to what went on? That one kind of scares me, Dad. That wasn't, yeah, is our bubble that bulletproof was, and as well as well as has a heater? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it says it. I mean, it, when I read it, it says time travel to witness any historical event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're kind of so we we're just safe. Kinda, Safe and okay. get to get back in our thing and get to come back home. So. Okay, I'm a. I, I think I have one. But where would you? I okay. think I have one that would make you happy, would make me happy, and it would be awesome. You and I'll give you a hint. See if you can figure this out because I remember. I think you still have it. A there's a picture on your wall of an event. Now, I think it would be cool to travel oh, back in time and be there together, especially because you have you have this picture hanging in your house. And I know exactly what it is. When me and you and Papa and Lincoln got a picture in that bean field. Oh, okay. No, that's not what I was talking about. But that is, oh. that is a sweet, that's better. That's better to be able to hang out with Papa in the bean fit. field. Now you made me sad. Four generations. Four generations. Four so. generations. And if we so, wait long enough for Lincoln to have a son, 
he says he's going to name him the fifth. Yeah. We could, and we could bring we could bring him, and we could have bring another generation and hang out with yeah. Papa. Don't make me cry, yeah. Dad. That's that's oh. not the picture well, that I'm talking Dad. about. Okay, I was just thinking of something that would be cool as hell. It wouldn't be like heart wrenching, but awesome. So yes, your your answer is better. Oh, I'm sorry, but all right, what picture have it's I a, got? It's a picture from history. We had nothing to do with it. And I'm pretty sure that it's hanging on your wall. We got some pictures and uh, we got Nancy, you know, got these pictures of Elvis out there. So. Okay, yes, but more specific. We will be going to Memphis in like 1956. To Graceland. No, it's not just Elvis. There's three other people in the picture. Oh, I know which one. Uh, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Elvis Presley. Yeah, the Wally, Million Dollar Quartet. Wally, yep. All four oh, yeah. of them were in the studio together. And, and I've been to that studio. Hadn't you been there? So it's like Sun Records there in, um, yeah. in Memphis. Can yeah. you imagine being there, just be, even being a fly on the wall? That You do have that picture hanging out, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, it's like, it's like this famous picture taken. I mean, there's they released the recordings later, but it was like a totally, I was reading about it. It was a totally impromptu. Um, yeah, they just, they were just kind of, they, they didn't know, they knew Elvis was going to be there, but they were all recording around Sun Records. And, uh, and I think Elvis was the only one that had a contract with Sun Records. The rest of them didn't. They had a contract with somebody else. They were all more up and coming. Elvis was the only oh, one yeah. that was more established, even though he was the he was the youngest. Yeah. And just to be like hanging out in that room where they're like singing all those songs together. And all they were they were singing all gospel music. That that would be fun though. Just like just to show up and hang out with the four of them. Johnny Cash and Elvis alone. That's amazing. Jerry Lee Lewis, he seemed like he'd be a handful. <clears throat> yes, and Carl Perkins could flat play a guitar. That that would be cool. I'm telling. Yeah, I think you know. I think about going back to that moment and like being able to hang out with Papa. I I said I, I didn't want to go back here because you're gonna make me you're gonna make me sad. But like because I you know I know we miss him so much. But it would be cool just to tell you know for him for him to see what we're doing now. Just like I'm glad Nan is able to see what we're doing now and. But I think it's pretty. Uh, he would love that to bring that up. But hey, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be sad to him that we brought it up, wanted to be back in that, watching that picture being taken. No, because he'd be happy about it. That's right. Because uh, he couldn't see good then either. And, yeah. Uh, when I see that that picture hanging up in the uh, kitchen, that picture makes me smile. It don't make me sad. Yeah, me too. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Since they launched it, 
Y'all can't get enough of Everybody Knows I Love Lesbians Collection, which is why they're launching three new pieces today, including this hoodie that has a holographic foil treatment. Check it out, as well as a tea and a pen, available now at mythical.com. Now it's time for a word from our sponsor. Well, <clears throat> I got a, you, our ep, episode uh, from Dispatches is going to be coming out right about the same time Mardi Gras is going on. Oh, okay. You Have you been to New Orleans? Yeah, yeah. I've been through a couple of times. I'm, I'm going to do a little ad for our show. Oh, you getting paid? No, I ain't getting paid. Oh, okay. Well, go for it anyway. Well, we're going. But we went to a place when we went to Mardi Gras before we went to all the downtown to see all the parades. We went to a place called Mardi Gras World in New Orleans, and it's where they make all the floats and put them together. I've heard about this. And this place is right down on the water, and it's in all these great big warehouses. And they reuse this stuff and put it up. And they have people that sponsors each one of these boats. And they get on them and, hey, they ain't just sponsoring something that costs $25. Some of these things is, you know, anywhere from a half a million dollars to a million dollars to fix one of these floats and to use them one time. Oh. It's open all year long. And you can go take a tour there and see how they make all these floats with these Boats and with all these flowers and all these people on them and where they get all this stuff from. So <clears throat> it's uh, it's uh, Mardi Gras world down in New Orleans. And, uh, you know, and then we went to that. And then I was standing outside the road watching all the floats come by. And, they, you know, they throw all them beads and stuff. Well, yeah. I don't reckon, I don't reckon the one I got. And it was, and it was that night. And one of them hit and hit me right in the eye right here. And it was a whole bag full of them beans, them beads. Like oh. to knock me out. Oh, and, okay. And you all right? And them. So, uh, and I thought, damn, I'm all, I, think, I, I think there was even a little blood gushing out a little <laughs> oh. bit. Did you, then, did you show your titties? And, yeah. No, I, don't, I won't do nothing. Just huh. trying to catch the beads and you couldn't see. So, I, huh. hey, they didn't want to see my titties. They wanted to see them women. <laughs> okay, don't make this motion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about your eye, but, but that's but, uh, but, how did this? I, I thought this was an ad. It's turned into a public service announcement. <laughs> yeah. So you need watch to be out careful. for the bead, for the bead bag for the beads. Yeah. Okay. All right. Had a I'm good sold. Time and, <laughs> but if you ever in New Orleans and Want to go see where they made the float set? You need Wear to goggles. Go uh, Mardi Gras world down there at New Orleans and everything. Okay. And just be careful standing out there so you don't get hurt with a bead either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's time for another edition of You're Way Over My Head Now. I know this segment is normally for you teaching me today's you slang. Yeah. But a, a Myrtle Beast sent in a wise sandwich story that we couldn't pass up. Uh, oh, you know, God. I, I've had a, I, me and you've been in a wise sandwich story. 
<laughs> I have no. I have not been in it, Dad. I have, yeah, I have. Yes, because I am. I'm way over my head. Okay, let's hear yes, it. So, so this is from Jen Whitaker. Okay. And Jen, Jen says, hello, I live near Myrtle Beach. I'm in Longs. I come through Longs today. Oh. Coming back home. Okay. Which is next, which is next to Little River. My ex-husband and I split up in 2011. I remarried. And he did also. We are all great friends. I officiated my ex-husband's wedding to his current wife. Oh, my God. That's one way to get rid of him. <clears throat> We've gone on cruises together, vacations, and even spend our holidays together. But here's a kicker. My ex-husband's wife, Donna, used to work with me back from... 2006 to 2009, and we would go on double dates with her then husband and my ex-husband. Oh, I'm getting confused already. Okay, I think I got this, though, Jen. <clears throat> my oldest daughter, Stephanie, lived with Donna, her then husband, for a few months after my <laughs> After my husband and I split because I was closer, it was closer to school. While she was staying with Donna, she met Donna's stepson Josh. This was before, this was before my ex-husband started dating Donna, who was currently married married to Josh's dad. Mm -hmm. Oh Lord, yeah. They are still together and are married with kids. I've attached a photo which will explain better. I'm Jen. My ex-husband is Chuck. My current husband is Tom. Chuck's current wife is Donna. Donna's ex-husband is Brian. Brian was married to Donna and Laura. Josh is the son of Laura and Brian. Stephanie is the daughter of Chuck and me. So anything that's a full family function, there's a lot of exes involved. Enjoy figuring it out. And there's no incest or lots of love. <laughs> is that what? <laughs> Are you sure? Because I'm not. No incest. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because we need, we over here are not sure. You know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what just happened, but I am not sure that there is not incest at play. Mm -hmm. are well, you, I don't know are, about no incest, but I, you know I re <laughs> it, You know, all I'm t all, all I'm gonna tell you is, Jim, this is this is really interesting because all I had to do was my mama tell me that I was sitting between number one and number four. I don't know how you gonna figure out who's sitting in between who. <laughs> when they get right. married. <laughs> and what is this picture? Logan, can, can I see the picture? Because apparently it's supposed to help. 
Okay, so she just labeled the picture Stephen and Dawn, Jen's parents. Big Chuck, Chuck and Joy. And Dawn, huh? It's like they're all on an island and they're just like repairing up. I don't, you know, there's other people in the world that you could have dated. So I made a family tree for what? it. What? Okay. Because you made a family tree? I was. The, the picture didn't help, so I... Yes, it didn't. No, it didn't help us either. So this is what I made. So the... How did get here? The stripe lines are divorces. <laughs> okay. These lines are people that are currently married. And I think Josh and Stephanie are married. So a lot... So the only people that got remarried were... Brian has two Stephanie's ex-wives. parents got divorced, and yeah, Josh's got, parents got yeah. divorced, and then... Josh and Stephanie got together, but but then Stephanie's dad got married to Josh's stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> St- Josh and Stephanie are, are husband and wife and stepbrother and sister. If you look at this picture, I didn't say in the email, but they look, this looks like Josh and Stephanie's wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, so... and they look alike. No, <laughs> no they don't. <laughs> And there, you can marry your step. It, listen, ma- if you can marry you, you marry somebody, and then your parents, one of your parents, can marry one of your step parents, and then you become a step sibling. But no, if your stepmom marries your your spouse's parent, that doesn't make you step siblings. I had a stepsister once that I could have dated. That's all I'm saying. Oh. You know, it's weird, but it's not, you know, step-siblings step are just pretend siblings anyway. I mean, they're siblings by marriage. You mean, you know, and if you, yeah. st- if you start to catch feelings, then it's, it's fair game. You know, it could go either way at that point. I think it's, I don't know. Well, Is Jen. It, what do you think, uh, Dad? Do you think it's a good, uh, uh, how, where do you stand Jen, on step-brothers step and sisters I, 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 hooking I up? I, I, that's really what we're at. All I'm telling you is I ain't worried about steps and uh, unstepped. And it, it's just you have took the cake. Your, your thing is a lot better than my wife's sandwich. <laughs> well, it's a lot more complicated. I don't know if it's better. It's oh, bigger. I, well, I yeah, am. But, it, but, I, but, Dad, I, I want to know, I, how do you feel? About stepbrother and sister hooking up. Uh, if there ain't no blood related, I ain't got no problem with it. Right. If my mom and my stepdad fell in love, why can't I fall in love with my stepdad's daughter? You can. Who's an adult, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you, you can do that. I mean, that's, I don't think that, that's... That's that's happened in this story, hasn't it? Ain't that what you're well, trying to say? Well, in this story, the the kids got married first, and then the parents. So it happened in reverse. They said, "Oh, look, our kids. Oh, so th- our kids have gotten hooked up. So now we should get hooked up too. But but we're I'm my daughter and your stepson got married. So now let's me and you get married. That's what happened." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And that's yeah. totally fine. I don't see. I, I am, yeah, that's totally I am fine. not yeah. for it, but I'm not against it. 
I'm, I am okay with it, but I'm not excited about it. That's where I stand on the issue of step siblings hooking up. It's not great, but it's good. It's not, well, it's okay. It's fine. It's none of my business. That's where I stand. Yeah. That's, yeah. But yeah. if you. Well, I don't if, see a problem with it because they ain't. And they, dad loves it. Not ri- yeah. Dad. Ain't no really cancer, but it, it was a. Jen, it was a very interesting story, and I really appreciate you sending this this in to us. So it's kind of efficient, you know. It keeps, you know, it keep it keeps the it keeps everything smaller. Yeah. When you I get guess. together, makes the the <laughs> potlucks aren't as interesting in one side. That's All still right, a I'll, pretty good. Crowd I'll drop of it. People. I'll drop it. Yeah. But I'm a fan. Yeah. Of just being okay with it. Well, Link, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, this is a pretty interesting way to wrap up what we've been doing tonight. In this, it in Jen, I appreciate you sending it in, and yeah, all you all you Myrtle Beast out there, if y'all are as confused as me and Link were to start with, join the club. It's quite all right, and you know, uh, it was fun having all y'all here with us today, and we're so excited to be back. And I hope you all had a great Valentine's Day, and you. And if you did something with Mardi Gras, I hope you had a great Mardi Gras. And don't forget to tune in next week for another mini dispatch. And please click those follow and subscribe buttons wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And while you're at it, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you got a joke, question, or a comment you'd like to share with me, email me at ratherbeshagging53 at AOL.com and we can't wait to spin your world around again next time so we'll see y'all in a couple of weeks or in a week or so with a mini dispatch so it was good talking to you again son and uh, this is a you know this just keeps getting better and better I think it does yeah I'll I'll talk to you next time after I untangle my mind y'all keep them straight out there (laughs) I love you. Love you too.